Welcome to The Bill Walton Show, featuring conversations with leaders, entrepreneurs, artists and thinkers. Fresh perspectives on money, culture, politics and human flourishing. Interesting people, interesting things. Welcome to The Bill Walton Show. I'm Bill Walton. And I'm continuing our conversation with John Malden, uh, investment advisor extraordinaire and also a great thinker about markets and technologies and, and trends. And the last segment, we touched mainly on the financial markets and money and uh, came to some conclusions that we're pushing this about as far as we can without coming a cropper. Uh, on the other hand, there's what there's the financial economy and then there's the real economy. And the real economy is filled with entrepreneurs, technological innovation, and all sorts of good things are happening. And I think John and I were talking in the break just about how we're both very optimistic about the real economy, human ingenuity, and kind of the interesting technical things that are going. So, John, uh, let's let's start with you talking about... Uh, I don't know where we want to take where we want to take it. We, we've already got us at cataclysm. <laughs> well, <laughs> capital there, markets. There's, there's, <laughs> it it is it is a um, kind of a this bifurcation. Uh, yeah. You know, China wall down the middle of your brain when you recognize that we're pushing the limits in the financial worlds and and. As, as I said last week, I mean, I don't want to know what the limit is. This, I mean, I'd, I'd like us to pull back from the brink. Uh, I'm, I am not optimistic that we will. Uh, I mean, I, I write all the time that I am long humanity mm -hmm. in the sense of I am very optimistic about the future and and I think what the future is going to be for you and me, even at 72, just so viewers will know, we, uh, um, Bill is my senior by two whole days. Two whole days. Two whole October days. October 2nd versus October, October 4th. 4th. Yeah, but, um, I, I may pull uh, rank. I don't know. And, um, <laughs> but, but I think you and I, how old, how old were your parents when they died? Oh, not much older. My mother was 73. My father was 82, something like that. So, you know. If, if you, you, you don't have the best genes or, or just stuff happened to them? They, they, had, they had, my mother had arthritis and it was just, the medicines killed her. It wasn't the arthritis oh, okay. itself. And that was before they knew how to treat it. Um, I think my father died of loneliness when my mother died. Ah, oh, okay. Well, so, you know, it's all. But my grandparents, though. Yeah. That's, we're talking 90, 95 okay, years old. Okay, so, so, it, so I, I've got a couple of shots of living go, we, going a little longer. We'll, we're going to get to why you and I have an opportunity for the first time in the history of humanity. We may, it's, it's a small chance. Now, there's some. Viewers can't see the, the young ladies sitting over to the side and, you know, running the cameras and everything. There's a 95% chance they're going to be 150 years old. You and I, yeah, I, that's the way I think so too, yeah. But now we have to, do you, is that good news? 
that, 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 but, but, but there's an outside chance that you and I will see that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we, we are at the cusp. There's so much to be excited about when you think about the future is going. And, and I, I think the easiest way to segue, if you will, is my friend Neil Howard and Richard Strauss, who unfortunately died from pancreatic cancer here 10 years ago, but Neil Howe's still writing. They wrote a book called Generations, and they wrote a book called The Fourth Turning in 1997 and predicted basically everything that's happening right now. I mean, it was, it's, it's I mean, uh, Steve Bannon did a, you know, whole cult movie about it. Um, uh, Neil's doing it. He, he's going into isolation here this week. This is why I'm, I don't get to see him this week. He's going to isolation to uh, write a book. He's updating his uh, fourth turning book. Uh, and, and the point is, is that we as cultures, as, as, as in the Anglo-Saxon world, but it actually goes into every culture in, in a different form, we tend to um, have four different generational cycles that repeat every 20 years, or they repeat every, there are 20 year cycles that repeat every 80 years. And as you, one generation takes over from the next generation, takes over from the next generation, and they each have different characteristics depending on who the dominant generation is. And the transition from the fourth turning to the first turning, okay, he calls each of these generations a turning, is the most um, climactic, the most, um, I mean, it's World War II, it's the Civil War, it's, uh, the uh, War of the Revolution, then you go back into England, and I mean, it just keeps going, uh, you know, for four or 500 years, these, these things keep happening. And we are right now at the last half of the fourth turning, which is always the most tumultuous part. When's the, when did the first turning start? Uh, probably in, you know, these things are hard to, hard to date, but in, you know, the t early 2000s, mid-2000s, mid 2007 or so, so forth. Um, and, you know, it'll play out this the end of this decade. This is the beginning. The, the fourth <clears throat> turning began in 2007, Seven is, you know, 27 is probably the... So the, if we go back to the beginning of the first one, are we 1940, 1920, something like that? Yeah, that's... Okay. You, you, you just... Okay. You, you get, uh, you know... <clears throat> I mean, it's it's not an exact 80-year, but it's it's close enough for government work. The, the But the point is that... It's generally been shooting wars, but I don't think that it's going to be a shooting war this year, this time. I think it's going to be a generational political clash, if you will. And, and we, we always come out of it. The generation that comes out of it, it becomes the silent generation. It becomes the generation, uh, it, it, a period of greater comity. And, and you never anticipate it because it's so hard to imagine how do we get there from here, but we do. 
That's the cool thing. We always get through. So uh, I'm optimistic. We're going to get through. Now, it's going to be difficult. My job as an investment manager, as an economic thinker and writer, is to help my clients get through to the other side. What can you do? And there, and there are things that we're going to, we can do. I mean, <clears throat> great companies are still going to be great companies on the other side of the Great Reset. Now, they're going to have a different valuation, okay? I don't know what that valuation is going to be, but they'll be there. Uh, there's Ooh, could could we could could we call the reset a, a financial reset and you know because I people ask me about well I heard this company goes into bankruptcy Brooks Brothers is an example okay. went into bankruptcy well what that meant was their balance sheet was out of whack they borrowed too much money right. and they didn't have enough cash and so they did a financial reorganization but the stores were still there. The brand was still there. The people were still there. The people were creating the new new uh, clothing things. Like designers were still there. So the real economy, the real people, the real innovation didn't go away. Right. Absolutely. So kind of the reset. It was, it we're was, talking about all this catastrophic stuff we know about the financial but, markets. But it's it, it it and maybe it's the great reorganization. <laughs> is, yeah, the is great. A, is, this is a chapter chapter eleven. A great, <laughs> great chapter. You know, maybe not chapter seven. Chapter yeah. eleven. And and because because all all the stuff doesn't go away. Yeah. And. We're in what I consider to be the age of transformation. And I keep threatening to write this book. So I ought to get off my lazy. We've only written age. five or six. So well, you got another one in. Uh, but the, the, here's, here's how, here's why things are happening faster and faster and faster. You go all the way back to fire and the wheels and a few things and a few inventions. I mean, you get Newton's. You know, saying we stand on the shoulders of giants. Well, yeah. And what you find out when you read Matt Ridley, and everybody should read everything Matt Ridley writes. The rational optimist. The rational optimist. The evolution yeah. of everything is yeah. is absolutely important. How innovation happens. His latest book is just must read. And Cato's got a group too that's focused on the innovation and the positive. Things. Yes. Yeah. But the the is it turns out something happens in the zeitgeist. And yeah, we credit one scientist or one person with a breakthrough, but there are three or four guys there that would have done it even if that guy hadn't been there. It just, it happens. And what happens now is because we we're making huge breakthroughs in material science, and we're making huge breakthroughs in biotechnology. We're making huge breakthroughs in battery science. We're making huge breakthroughs in computer speed and computer science and getting into quantum computers. And each of those things becomes additive. It's what Ridley calls, you know, ideas have sex. And it creates more ideas. Some of them are bad ideas. Oops, <laughs> those, 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 mm -hmm. those ideas don't work. But some of them are good. And I think one of the, 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 one of the most important 
positions in the future. If I was telling my kid that, let's say I've got a genius for a kid. I want him to be a generalist. I want him to know something about everything mm. and run an apartment with you know, for a big corporation, knowing something about everything. So, hey, if I take this material and I put it into this product, it's going to make it cheaper, better, faster. So when you I look... Mean, and so, and, and, but all of these things add, and it becomes an inverted V, okay? Because we have more and more people up here creating. We're going to add 3 billion people to the Internet and access over the next four or five years. Mm -hmm. And there's how many Einsteins? How many Elon Musks? Not that I'm Musk and Einstein, but, but Musk he would, is... He would, he would like that comparison. Well, he would, but Musk, <laughs> but Musk is an entrepreneur. He's yeah. a visionary. So, so it's the same thing with Gates, same thing with Bezos, but they do it differently. They all, that's fine. But we have more and more PA people creating changes, and it makes the transformation go faster and faster because we're adding more people to create these transformations. And when you bring in, when you literally double the base from of people who now have access to that information, there's going to be some kid in Kisangani who goes, wow, I can change this, 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 and this, and I can create this here. And that's well, how well, that, that's how this that's, transformation that's the happens. That's the dismaying thing about what's happening in China is that those people exist in China. China was dead broke 60, 70 years ago. They Ding said, let's do China, capitalism with Chinese characteristics, unleash the kind of the natural entrepreneurial genius of the Chinese, mm -hmm. and they created... It's the natural entrepreneurial genius of humanity. It's not just the Chinese. But they would have been sat on for, for three or four centuries, three or four, you know, thousand years with by emperors that wouldn't let them innovate. They got into the market, they began innovating, they built great well, companies. I mean, it, it, one and, time and, the and, and now you got G shutting them back, shutting them down again. I I think between the demographic crisis they're going to have and G shutting them down, it's very possible that we look back at today, we look back 10 years from now and say, that kind of looks like Japan. Mm -hmm. it, it, at one point, we both remember in our careers when we thought Japan was going to take over everything, and they didn't. They, they came to the end. They found out who, how far too far was. And we thought the end was when they, for us, was when they bought uh, Pebble Beach. Pebble Beach. <laughs> And, 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 and then they had to sell it at ten cents on the dollar. The the, the, <laughs> the, the, the I, I I'm the most optimistic man in the room. I mean, for instance, there's a company that I'm working with now. Um, they'll be going public here soon. But they can teach a seed to evolve. And they can do a thousand years worth of evolution in a growing season. Is it public? Can we buy it? it you will be in two, you'll be able to buy it in two or three months. Okay. 
Um, because at some point we got to talk about what's investable. Well, I mean, and and that this company will eventually. <clears throat> I think it's eventually going to change the way mm-hmm. seeds are done everywhere because you can make it. Uh, uh, Europe has just said that it's non-GMO. This whole technology is non-GMO, but you can make it herbicide resistant. You can make it uh, disease resistant. You can make it more productive. I mean, just you can just keep and you can stack all these traits on top of each other. Well, let me frame this in a way. And, I and think, that's just that's just let, one. Let me try side to tie it into market. your fourth fourth turning concept. Um, oh, you're watching the Bill Walton show. I'm here with John Malden. <laughs> I got lost in deep thought trying to figure out. This is really exciting because instead of just the gloom in the financial markets, we got optimism and optimism in the technology markets. Uh, productivity, technology, industries get created. We look at the mm-hmm. 1920s. We had radio, television was there in the 20s. We had uh, uh, you know, lots of home appliances. We had the automobile kicking in. We had all sorts of uh, um, innovation then. And then we've had cycles of innovation. And now, isn't it Kathy Wood or people like her mm-hmm. beginning to identify industries? So instead of inflation happening, we might see deflation happening because there's all Technology sorts of... Technology isn't of itself deflationary. deflationary. And what, okay. are, what are some of those industries that she and you are identifying now as, well, I, I think as, as, as the future? For, for me, and it's hard to pick a favorite, but I, I, think, I, I think this is going to be the decade of the biotechnical, biotechnological transformation. Um, there's a very, very simple... Uh, technologies, plasma replacement, and it's done, I don't know, I'm just pulling a number out of there, 100,000 times a year. Mm-hmm. It's a very, I mean, it's, it's done for specific diseases, specific syndromes. It's approved. It's, it's, it's not rocket science. Scientists out in California started studying it and going, wait a minute. We can make mice live longer and younger. It changes the age. And they started realizing they're removing, when they change these cells, they're removing the, senes- the old dead senescent cells. Well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's a journal, there's a paper that's going to come out in a major journal next week talking about aging and a drug that is having it's not the fountain of youth but it's looking like the fountain of middle age (laughs) which for you and me right now middle age sounds pretty damn good 45 is a pretty good year 45 is a pretty good year 45 yeah yeah, i'll take that (laughs) and uh i bet you hit the ball a lot further at 45 years old than you do at 72 oh yeah my god it's terrible Uh, (laughs) the the the, um there are other i mean the 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 plasma replacement i was talking about it's that's not the fountain of youth but it's the fountain of middle age yeah there are Okay, I'm trying to figure out how to get into this gently. Um, Mike 
there's a gentleman by the name of Mike West that's been gone through a series of companies. He's now at a, at a company called Ajax that, um, but he refined the gerontology research into something called induced tissue regeneration. And a number of other leading scientists, Sinclair at Harvard, Church, a Harvard group at Turn, uh, now Calico is coming out. It looks like they're chasing down that same path. Bezos just announced they're going to go, I mean, he's writing the check, big check, going down that same path. And for humanity, I mean, I've got my horses I'm betting on, so I, I won't reveal, it's all private, so I can't really talk about that. But for humanity, it doesn't make any difference. One of those horses, or maybe several of them, are gonna hit the target, the finish line. Because we are, we are this close well, to being able to turn you and me, reverse you and me, back to 2025 again. I mean, serious, honest God, pulling us back in time in our bodies today, knowing what we know. We're not that far. We'll be in human trials before the end of this decade, not in the U.S., not unless somebody takes the FDA pulls them up by the roots and throws them away now, and on, starts on, all on, over on, again. On your website or in your portfolios, can people take a look at what these are? No, this is all private. That, that, those, that particular Rats. stuff. Huh? <laughs> I, mean, okay. I, mean, I, mean, I mean, Calico's Google, okay? Right. Okay. Okay, I mean, uh, uh, Bezos, is, he's going to do it on a private basis. Yeah. Sinclair's private, church. I mean, they're all... There's one public company that I think they're going down the wrong path, so I'm not going to mention their name. Uh, I think they're too far. I, I don't think they're, uh, in my opinion, investable, so I don't want to, I don't want to bring them up. Uh, I mean, they're investable, but I don't think they're the way to go. Um, but one of these, I mean, they're all pretty much focusing on this same pathway. And... Uh, It is. A, it really does have the potential to change things, and what will happen? These things I'm talking to you about are that are the fountains of middle age. That's going to allow us to live long enough to get to where because the 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 turning us back younger again is going to be atrocious, very expensive, well, but it'll eventually just like chips. Just like any other technology, the price will come down. So we have to live long enough. This, this is Ray Kurzweil's line. You have to live long enough so that you can live forever. Now, this not, doesn't make you immortal. You can still walk out. plane can fall out of the sky. You can step in front of a London bus. It's the closest I ever came to dying. It was not looking the right way, stepping in front of a London, you know, um, Somebody it was on me the back. wrong side of the street. Wrong. They, they, they drive on the wrong side of the street. They damn near kill me. <laughs> Don't they know better? Uh, but but, um, um, but, but you, I want to get this. One of the things I do with this show is I want to give people lines of action. 
and we sufficiently depressed ourselves in our first segment about right. how the world's coming to an end financially, but it's not no, coming no, to no, an end not, and all these other things. It's, it's not coming to an end. Well, hyperbole. As, okay, but... Financial certain, economy, certain, real economy. We're trying to realize... Certain, where, where, where can people read and learn about the, this? Well, I mean, my real? letter's free. Uh, okay. I, I write about this so stuff So let's shameless the plug here. The Shame, shameless plug. How do we find economics, it? thoughts from the front line. Thoughts from the front line. Just I highly recommend your, I've been reading it for 20 years yeah, now. Yeah. It's great stuff. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. So we'll, You're one of my one million closest friends. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but... There are uh, other people who, who, you know, write, write in this vein. Um, uh, it's, it's Okay, so an entry point is thought from the front line, because yeah. I, I know you've covered a lot of this, and you also have got this network of people that you refer people to. Yes. And so people can get into, get into this world through that. And Yeah, you, I mean, you know, I, 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 I sort I, of I made actually, a New Year's resolution in July. My, my, my day job, if you will, uh, I, I write newsletters, and we have our publishing business, and that's on the left side of my brain. On the right side of the brain is I'm, I have a Chinese wall, and there's a regulator wall there. The right side of my brain, I manage money. I refer people to money managers, um, and I refer people to things <clears throat> that aren't um, – I, I don't know if we got into this, but, but it, they're not buy and hold. Mm -hmm. I think a buy and hold philosophy is going to be devastating uh, when the financial markets have upheaval. I mean, and and people will say, "Well, it'll come back," and the answer is yes, it will. Have you got twenty years? I mean, you know, I mean, it, 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 I, I don't want, I don't want to have to wait twenty years. You can, there, you can get involved with trading strategies. You can get involved with private credit. Uh, you can get involved with some of the technology companies. How much, how much capital companies. you need to do to be an accredited investor? You have to have a, a million dollars okay. to get into some of the private stuff. Now, if you have less than that, uh, there are managers that we can find and ways that we can find to. And to their credit, the SEC is now putting out for. Uh, comment the potential for an individual to be able to take a test and if they pass the test then they're an accredited investor that's so, a great idea i mean it's well, from some, the sec <laughs> you're kidding me <laughs> I, heard it. I mean i mean it's, okay somebody comes out with a harvard mba he's, 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 he, he owes a hundred thousand dollars of student debt and he has fifty thousand dollars in his bank and if he Somehow, can pass a literacy test, if he, says can, he knows what he, he ought to be able he, to put deploy his money. I mean, yeah. I, I, I've testified to Congress about this. I mean, I think it's a if, great if, idea. if you said blacks can't invest in this or women can't invest or gays can't invest, I mean, people would be just angry. But you say poor people can't invest in, because we have to protect them. I don't want to be protected. This. I love this. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's it's get it, it, it's the it's the it's kind of the last bit of acceptable government paternalism, <laughs> and it just it, it just angers me that I have to look somebody in the eye and say you're only worth seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. You've worked your heart 
all your life, and you, you can't be a member of the club, sir. And, and I can't do anything for you except Absolutely. this and this and this. I, I can do things for you, but I can't, I can't do what I can if you could just make another $250,001, you know. Well, I'm already 70. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to retire, <laughs> you know. Um, I mean, it's just it, it's maddening. I mean, the, the, the agricultural technology that I'm telling you about, I think in 10 years... I have to be careful. I cannot say what a multiple I think it will be, but it's going to be a multiple. Uh, there are, I mean, I, I wish I could spend, I wish I could get more money into space technology. Uh, so, so I, I mean, there's, we, there's, there's uh, more, more money. I mean, there's a lot of, there's too much. We're watching the Bill Walton show yeah, we're, with Bill. John Malden <laughs> and we're going to crack this down. He's fine. He's going to give us some stock tips in a minute. Oh. <laughs> but, because you're really, I mean, John, you, 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 you talk to every major money manager in the, in the world well, really, not, from time. But, I, but, I, but anyway, I do, you got I a pretty a, good, I do have a few. Yeah. I, I, I'm guilty of hyperbole. Um, but but truly, I mean, there are people that have got a lot of bets in places that are very interesting, and there's going to be a lot of wealth created. Um, even though you read gloom in the headlines, there's an awful lot of wealth that's I, ahead. I tell you what, I wish, I think Buffett went along with Gates in this. They're building, they're planning to put in micro-nuclear reactors to, to, for electricity. That's a good idea. That's not a good idea. It's a brilliant absolutely on top of it can i play too well i want to get i want to i want to get into that honest to god i mean you know yeah and and, and they don't want the headache of being a public company and no, doing, no. you know uh, but it's it's like i i want to play in that world uh the, the 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 fourth generation nukes that are out there the, especially the thorium stuff oh dear God. Well, I, I don't want to go back into a gloomy financial segment, but it is a problem, though, that what's happened in the capital markets with Sarbanes-Oxley, Dodd-Frank, a lot of small companies, medium-sized companies don't want to be public anymore, so a lot of this wealth can get, getting in created in private companies I, and in unicorns, I, and the regular guy doesn't have a chance I, to participate. I am, when, I, when I leave here, I told you I'm going to go to a restaurant. I'll, I'll, I'll have two and a half, three hours, and I'm sitting and I'm putting together a proposal for a, what I think has the potential to be um, pretty, pretty significant. It's a biotech, uses some of the technologies that, you know, I've been talking about. But I couldn't do it in a public market. Explain why. Explain why. I don't think most people understand what's happened to the public markets. This technology is going to suck capital. If you do it in a public market, then you got guys out there that short you, and they drive your stock price down. And then so yeah. now you're having to raise money in the capital markets at a higher cost then I could raise it in a private market. It's it, plus it just cost a million, million and a half, two million to be public. Just the compliance, just the regulatory just, just burden. The reg I mean, yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I'm the world's smallest broker dealer because all I do is refer. Okay. If I refer you to another broker dealer and they sell you some product that I've, you know, I I like that product. It gets on their platform. They sell it to my to my to my clients. Um, I get a piece of the fee. So I don't have any clients. Mm -hmm. I don't manage any cash. I get one or two checks in a month. I write one or two checks out a month. My audit, simply because it's a regulated broker-dealer audit, and the insurance the auditor has to have to be able to do that. My audit costs me $20,000. Wow. My regulating, the money that I have to write to pay every state, because i got to be registered in every state, because my letters go to every state. Uh, I mean, it, I, oh, just to open my door is almost six figures. And I'm not doing anything other than referring. And, and the, by the way, I'm happy to pay that money. And just so people will think I'm not bitching too much about it, while there are parts of Dodd-Frank and, and Sarbanes-Oxley that I think were overwrought, I do not want to ever go into a world where the financial markets are not regulated. I watch too much stuff go on. You saw it from where you were. You sat right in the middle of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. You sat right in the middle of oh, it, yeah. and you watched stuff go on that will <laughs> curl your toes. I yeah. want somebody regulating that stuff. Yeah. Now, um, so, so as much as it, you know... It, but, as, as, as much as but, it's not fun to go through, I also but, but, recognize that it's necessary. But, but, but it, if on the public market side, take my cost of my little bitty company and then spring it forward, then you have to deal with shorts, then you have to go through all... It's so much easier to do it when you're public, and especially on startup companies. You're, how long does it take before your cash flow positive and you're generating... And you're growing. It takes a while. You don't Two, start. Two, three, you don't, five years, <laughs> if you're lucky. Ten years. Yeah. yeah. Um, the 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 technologies that I was talking about on on the uh, um, some of them are going to try to they're going to try to change the markets in the U.S. I don't I don't think the real the real uh, uh, breakthroughs are going to be done in the U.S. I think they'll be done by U.S. companies, hopefully U.S. companies, outside of the U.S. markets. Because uh, of the it, regulatory it, climate? It, the FDA doesn't see aging as a disease. If aging is not a disease, then you can't have something that could cure it. Yeah. So if you can't have something that can cure it, then you can't, then you, they're not, they're not going to allow you to have a scientific test to try to fight it. I mean, it, 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 you get into this catch-22 circular firing circle where when it, it, the, they're trying to use 19th century concepts of medicine in a 21st century world. It's changing too damn fast for them to keep up. 
I, I, well, I'm, we've I'm got a 19th century regulatory framework I mean, it's hammer, get with I, I, 21st century technology. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, absolutely. It, it, they, it, they, you and I are, are are old enough to remember thalidomide babies, mm -hmm. and they approved that drug, and it was a problem. And they are bound and determined they're never going to have another thalidomide problem. Well, I understand. I really do. I mean, they got, but it, it's like we need, Japan, for instance, if it's a stem cell therapy in Japan that can improve their aging, all you've got to do is show safety. Phase one trial, you are immediately allowed to go mm -hmm. to revenue model. Now, you still have to do phase two and phase three. You still have to go through it all, but now instead of having to raise hundreds of millions of dollars to do phase twos and phase three, now you can start generating revenue. You have to prove safety. And then you have to expose yourself completely to the markets and say, here's what we're doing and here's the results we're getting, and you and your doctor can decide if you want to do this. Let now, why, why don't we do that let, in let the me United try a couple States? Of, what, 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 are you, what are you calling it, the Great Reset? Yes. It strikes me as I hear you. I'm I'm a victim of being in this, you know, headquartered in the middle of the swamp. Yeah. We need a regulatory reset. Cause, yes. Because you and I both have been through enough things. You want good. You want a good FDA, but you want it responsive oh. to 21st technology. You want a good Security and Exchange Commission, but you want it to have to deal with the real risks and not something that existed in 1920. I, I so we've like, got all these barnacles of the past, yeah. which. Which 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 weigh down the the, innov the innovation machine, and it's almost like you need to sunset these these agencies to say, okay, well let's re let's rethink what you do based on what is now and not what was yesterday. I mean, the Volcker rule, the 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 Volcker rule. It, quickly explain. It, 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 it's how how much money how how much bank banks can trade of their own capital. Got it. Okay, I just want okay. to make everybody and, clear and about so, that. And, and it was part of Dodd Frank. <clears throat> well, what happened was the bond market, the, the 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 ability of banks to make markets in the bond markets has diminished by ninety percent. Yes. Yeah, so you got and, no liquidity. And, and so you what it, so you have absolutely all the liquidity you want up until the moment you need it. <laughs> and, and, and then you don't have it. And we're going to Why have... Why as a lender, you only want to lend money to people who don't need it. Right. <laughs> I mean, and, and we're going to have a liquidity crisis in the bond market that is just going to... I mean, I, I just read a while ago, I mean, the 10-year auction just... <clears throat> boom, great 10-year auction. Okay, people are, I mean, people, as low as our rates are, our 10-year uh, bond is the highest paying of all the major uh, 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 yielding 10 years out there. Germany's major, negative. Germany's negative. Right. Uh, uh, the 10-year Japan is 0 0.4. It's four basis points. I mean... It, 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 at least it's not negative anymore. Um, I, I, I think 
Jerome, I, I don't think anybody at the FOMC uh, wants Federal to open market. doesn't, yeah. doesn't want to experiment with uh, uh, negative rates. I think they've looked at Europe uh, and seen, no, that's, that's not a good thing. It's really going to destroy your banks. Um, we're not going to go there. I mean, I, I think the Federal Reserve has already made the policy mistake. I think they have kept rates too long. They've kept QE up too long. They should have been uh, putting uh, 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 last uh, December, January, they should have started dialing back QE. Um, they're, it, they're, it, they've painted themselves into a corner. And when they try to get out of this corner, the longer they go, they're building that, what we call those fingers of instability. Mm -hmm. They're all through the market now. Now, when they try to bring that out, it's, it's going to be like the uh, little, little Dutch boy with his finger in the dock, except there's going to be 20 holes. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, well, it's not going to be the mother of all crises, but it's going to be a problem. Could be the and, mother and of all crises. So well, what do we do as individuals? I mean, I'm... Well, I mean, is, if you're million people watching your, your, news, your newsletter people, okay, well, you've, you've, you've convinced us we've got an incredible uh, stack of cards, a house of cards that's going to collapse, or sand, mm -hmm. sand hill that's going to collapse or, or avalanche. How do, you, how do you protect yourself so you can take you, you advantage, want, of, uh, take advantage you, of the next you, opportunity? You want, you want to be invested in companies that are going to be the other side of the reset. Pick the right companies. It's, it's, this is very rifle shot. You do not buy an index fund that buys the 50 biggest or 500 biggest companies. Do you know Chuck Ackrey? No, I do He's not. He's an investment manager, money manager out here. He owns 20 stocks. And he owns them because he's done tremendous amount of research on them. And he'll change out of one, but he's picking companies that have high return on capital. We'll, we'll be part of the, we'll be on the recess, mm -hmm. picking great companies. And, 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 and uh, so you pick great companies. There's, there's a, it'll be more volatile, but it'll get you through to the other side and it'll, it'll come back quicker. Of picking, picking great companies with great that have had a twenty-year record of increasing their dividends every year. Yeah. Okay. Just a straightforward, and you can get foreign companies, and you can get U.S. companies. I mean, just so the, you don't buy the market, you, you got to pick the companies you, you, based you, on their fundamentals. You 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 buy on fundamentals, values yeah. values out of favor right now. I don't care. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm, Who cares I'm, if it's in favor? You care whether it works. Well, I, I care what works, but I, I want to make sure that I get to the other side because well, I yeah. don't want I, I don't want to find out when it is that we get too far because well, we well, look I, like we look uh, like yeah, we're trying yeah, to go too yeah, far. Yeah, I, had a and I don't I don't so <clears throat> listen. Is Johnson and Johnson to pick a company that I'm not invested in? Is Johnson & Johnson going to be there in 2035? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Are they going to be paying? I'm in Johnson & Johnson. You are in Johnson. Is, yes. Okay. Yeah. But, but is Johnson & Johnson going to be increasing their dividend every year between now and 2035? Probably, just like they have been. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's uh, uh, I mean. Uh, Hope so. Well, I mean, 
But but let me say this. Let me say this a different way. As used, what I used to say that to my investors, they'd say, "Well, tell us about the economy." I said, "I really can't tell you about the economy. All I can tell you about are the twenty companies that we've got a stake in." And as we did as we did our due diligence or investment in this, we we like our odds in any type of macro economy. We think these these companies are going to be right. okay. And that's really, I think, the same thing you're saying. Well, I, pick, I, you I'm know. saying pick, you've got to pick companies. And, and if, if you're lucky enough to be an accredited investor, you can pick private credit. Well, I hope they change that rule. Well, they, that would be. But th there are, and, and because it's private, I can't mention them specifically, but you and I talked off the air earlier. So you're saying, yeah, we did that when it was in your company. And you talked about what a great strategy it was, and it was one of the best things you've ever done. You can still do that today. It's in the private markets. And you can still make, you know, high single digits. It's just a bond. It's it's yeah. it's a private credit. It's not a, it's 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 not a bond. It's not a bond fund. I don't want to invest in a high yield fund that's only paying four percent over treasuries. Really, triple C credit paying four percent. You think it's you're crazy. getting paid and for the, that and risk? And the leverage ratios are not, uh, oh, eight, oh, oh, nine to one. Oh, the leverage loan bonds. Oh, it's just. I, I mean, mean, it's, it's crazy. It, it's absolutely absurd. But that doesn't mean there aren't plenty of opportunities. Yeah. There are, <clears throat> there is one fund put out by a trillion dollar money manager whose name you'll know is a private, but it's a private part of their deal. And it's a sweetheart little way to, to just get some income. What you're, what you're trying not to do I mean, I, th I think of splitting my capital up, and the older you get, the more of your capital should go into the core bucket. That's the stuff that I want to grow at 6 7% a year, 5% a year. So, you know, say, so, so let's say 80% of my money, maybe if you're old, it should be 90%. I mean, what, whatever. It We're never going to be that old. Remember, we got this technology. I, okay. We, well, okay. But... but <laughs> And, and by the way, this is do as I say, not as I do, because I've got maybe more of my money in my, ex I've got my core bucket, and I do have a core bucket. It's a big, it's a big chunk of my portfolio, whoa, whoa, whoa. and I have my explore bucket. But, but let me explain. And my explore let me, let bucket me, let, is in companies that I think have the potential to be multiples. Let me restate what you're saying yeah. in a way that I think other people, don't invest in something you don't understand. Oh, number one. And, and. Because of the, your bandwidth, the business you're in, you get to see a lot more than most of the rest of us do. And so you understand things because you've got smart people that are explaining to you how this or that works or doesn't work. That's less risky for you than somebody that just says to their neighbor, gee, well, you know, I heard about this company doing the seed thing. What do you think? You know, oh, yeah, let's put 25000 in that. That's pretty dumb. You really want to. You, you I mean, really want to invest in what you understand. You, yeah. Well, I mean, I sat and 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 looked at that company, uh, forty-seven ways to lose. But, <laughs> um, yeah. The the there's a guy, good friend of mine, started a company called Royalty Pharmaceuticals back in 1996, and he'd go to a company and say, "Here's here's a check, hundred million dollars, two hundred million dollars." And I want to buy royalty. You're in stage three. Your drug, we're pretty sure it's going to come out. I, I want to buy a royalty on that drug forever. So here's this really big check. 
but it's non-dilutive. I'm not investing in you, but this is going to get you past your stage three and into your public, and you don't have to 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 uh, reduce your uh, your your mm -hmm. equity. But you pay me royalties. Well, they end up with like 13 out of the top 30 uh, drugs in the world. They go public last year at 20 billion. Now they're at 30 billion because the market values the royalty at higher. You know, that's 25 years later. Um, now, do they see every drug deal out there? Oh, yeah. Do the people on that board, do I <clears throat> maybe know some of them? And I see sometimes some opportunities that aren't quite ready for prime time where they're writing the $100 million check, but you're going, hey, this is cool. Maybe you should go let, take a look at it. Mm -hmm. We're this close to, to really, really affecting Parkinson's. I mean, it's amazing. There's stuff out there that's happening with cancer. I am invested in a cancer company that's private. Uh, I was seed round about four or five years ago. It's taken longer than we thought because FDA is just taking longer. But it, it could be a full-on silver bullet for cancer. I mean, we're to the point where we're 80 to 90% sure that our drug works. We're, we're seeing results that are just staggering. You know what the biggest risk to my investment is right now? It's not whether that drug works. The biggest risk to my investment is the 10 other guys coming up on the outside that are going just as fast with their own cures that could be cheaper or better. Now, I want my horse to win because I would like to have my payday. But for humanity... That's a win. It doesn't make any difference who wins. Yeah. And yeah. that's what's exciting when I say I'm long humanity. Do you realize how fast computers are getting, how incredible artificial intelligence is, is becoming? By the, by the way, uh, I think uh, I said nice things about Elon the other uh, while ago, and now I'll say I think Elon's stupid. Uh, in his worrying about artificial intelligence and somehow, you know, eclipsing taking us. over and eclipsing us. Nah. And I'll well, tell you, and I'll tell you why. The masters in the universe in Silicon Valley are obsessed with that right now. That's their, well, that's their the, thing. Here's, here's what's going to happen. Because it's already happening. We, can, we, we will have neural nets in our brains connected by Wi-Fi to those artificial intelligences that will boost our capacity to think and activate. And when an artificial intelligence finally does wake up, he's going to meet a hundred million humans that are already tired in, and we've had a million years of evolution to be the meanest son of a guns on the block. And we're going to look at that cute little artificial intelligence. That, oh, he woke up. How cute. I mean, he won't have a chance. He's going to have to evolve for a million years. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean how, do, how do you take on? It, it, the world is going to be so cool. 
In, I mean, the, we, we get through this bump of the fourth turning, and we will, with all of the incredibly new technologies, with all of the, I don't know, you, you don't look like you have to worry about it, but I have to worry about gaining weight. I mean, I, I work out, um, I don't eat nearly as much as I used to. It won't be too many years. You can eat anything to, you want. <laughs> when, I'll, when, when I'll go back to be, when I'll go back to being 25, 30, and 35, and I get, and I can have a pint of ice cream at night. Uh, okay. I mean, this, that's where we're I going hate, to. I hate I hate to wrap this up. I, you know. Oh, we're just getting started. We're just getting started. All right. Well, we're gonna. We're, we gotta we gotta do this again. We'll, gonna, I'll this, come this, back to DC. This is gonna be next time you're in DC. Let's let's do this again. We got we just are beginning to get. Can, can you get two people on this thing? Oh yeah. Well, so I'll see if I can get Neil to come with us, oh, or I'll, I'll bring I'll bring some other technology. Yeah, bring bring, guys. bring your guy. Bring your tech guys. I really want to dig into this. And and we and, we and, could you and I can do financial gloom as well as anybody. I'm a, I, I, <laughs> I've, I've got the financial gloom down, but, but I get but I get more animated and excited. I know yeah. when you know when 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 you think about how cool. I mean, I really do think I'm going to get to be young. I really do think I'm going to get to go to space. I really do think that the new technologies are going to allow us to do things that we can, that really will. I don't know what kind of science fiction books the guy over my shoulder you said he writes. Good ones. Good ones. <laughs> it, but it really is going to be better than science fiction. Yeah. Okay, that's a wrap, <laughs> and we're gonna have this. We're gonna we get we get, well, we but, get but, one but, or two get two you, more guys here. You, we, we will now. You you were gonna get my best line though, about it's not riding the problem, riding the tiger. That's the problem. It's the dismount. We were gonna talk about Federal Reserve. How do they dismount the tiger? But we'll talk about that next time. There we go. There we go. To be continued. <laughs> next Saturday at the local Bijou. <laughs> The, the cavalry's coming over the hill, and we are the cavalry. <laughs> <laughs> there we John go. John Malden, Bill Walton. You've been watching the Bill Walton Show, and we're uh, we're available on YouTube and, uh, and BillWaltonShow.com. And, and join us again, and join us with John Malden again, because we're, we're just getting warmed up here. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Want more? Click the subscribe button or head over to the BillWaltonShow.com to choose from over 100 episodes. You can also learn more about our guest on our Interesting People page. And send us your comments. We read everyone, and your thoughts help us guide the show. If it's easier for you to listen, check out our podcast page and subscribe there. In return, we'll keep you informed about what's true, what's right, and what's next. Thanks for joining.